0: You. What? Yep. I'll differ. I'm different.
1: We are back at verbal assault live stream, coming to you from Brooklyn we are a show that talks with real politics real people with real issues we are hitting from left right and center and we do have someone from left right and center today on the panel representing all sides taping in Brooklyn New York just off of Ocean Avenue H- panelists how are you all doing today
2: hip hip hooray
1: mm. That oh. was Rob Arnold. He's a Republican. He's the sixth great grandson of Samuel Adams. He has lineage to John Adams and John Quincy Adams. He has descendants from the Mayflower, and he will let you know. He has hosted political firestorm. He has had an opportunity to interview Ralph Nader and Glenn Beck.
2: Right. It, well, you know, that I use that as the juxtaposition of it's everywhere from Ralph Nader to Glenn Beck. These are two very opposite ideological leaning type men. And then everyone in between, lots of other names in between there. So it's been a lot of fun interviewing these people. They have a lot to offer, a lot to say.
1: And I'm glad to have you here on the program. Okay. And I'm gonna move it yep. over By to all <laughs> we're gonna move it over to Brian Park. Brian Park is from Charlotte, North Carolina. He is from the South. I don't know if his grandmother knows how to make biscuits, grits, and gravy, but I wish I was at her house today because I'm kind of hungry. Yeah. He um, has went to the University of North Carolina in Chapel Hill. Mm-hmm. He's majored in political science. He's lived in New York for approximately uh, four years, you four said. Years, yeah. Um he is an actor and he works in hospital. hospitality. Hospitality. Mm -hmm. My brother, um, being a person of color, hospitality. Did you work in hospitality in the South? Yes. What was that like downtown? lonely <laughs> oh man okay with that whole history of enslavement oh mm-hmm. my god I'm, mm-hmm. I'm i'm doing color politics let me stop i'm next going to move to another brian he is mr brian ritz he is an independent with a left lean ironically he is from suburban dallas texas he went to the university of missouri i almost said mississippi i was just thinking of the what, south um, there? and he um Majored in journalism. He's lived in New York for 1.5 years. Um, Brian Ritz, I want you to tell me about this mock election party that you did in
3: 2016. Yeah, I kind of was disillusioned with the general sentiment of politics, which I do think is how our current president ended up where he is. Uh, I don't say that I saw it coming, like most people who I assume are either independent or lean left, but I basically gathered a bunch of people, we had a a party, I wanted people to pretend to run for president of that party, and kind of like a satirical vibe, Uh, didn't really explain it very well, so basically a bunch of people showed up and there was an open bar, so a few people got a few drinks in them, and then... A few people? uh, A few people, and then I was like, hey, you want to run for president? And they're like, yeah! Yeah! Uh, so then we had all these people kind of running around, like, campaigning, uh, drinking, and just kind of making fun of the entire process. And it was a whole thing, but I'll cut the story short. Uh, there was another kind of side sidecar situation going where uh, – anyway, the person who won was a Raiden candidate named Harambe. If you are yeah, – Harambe, <laughs> the gorilla. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> of course
3: you guys elected a gorilla. And so, I, I think that's a good I think that's a good microcosm for our entire political system. So
0: so gorilla or gorilla? Gorilla, Harambe.
3: It, John Ward. You watch John Ward? I'm, I'm I'm unfamiliar. Oh okay.
1: Okay, uh Mr. James Smith uh you are a republican you are from the new york metro area you have a master's degree in computer science and everything sort of has this technical formula in your world you have a bachelor's in fine arts what is happening with the republican party james you made a comment before the taping and you said the republican party is dead yeah it's it's evolving no, Trump, no, no, But you said it's dead.
0: Yeah. I'm it's, going to finish. Something has to die, so the next generation evolves and actually creates more traits and actually integrates better with the environment. Donald Trump has actually effectively killed the traditional Republican Party dead, and it was deserved. It's unfortunate that Demo- it's a, it's a, it's unfortunate that Democrats can't seem to do that. You've got your own populist candidate, and you guys seem to be be nothing but looking for ways to sharpen the knives to stab in the back. Donald Trump established his God Emperor Trumpness and dominated. Got rid of Bill. Got rid of. All the old guard at Fox got rid of Megyn Kelly, got rid of Roger Ailes, got rid of Bill O'Reilly, and he put in the people that he wanted.
1: James, James, um, the top of your head, you might want to wipe it. You have something on the top. I, I think it was. Oh it was from you having your head up Donald's butt. God, anyway, I know, I know that, joke Okay. And it, so is. my next, my next <laughs> question is, my but next see, question a, that's is, that's the retort you guys have. The automation of America should corporate <laughs> cuts substitute for efficient service? I'm going to share a story with you guys. Um, I picked up a friend from Kennedy Airport recently who uh, was a resident of China. No, not that city with coronavirus. He actually uh, does business in Australia as well as the Philippines. And unfortunately, um, he was not able to join us today. Uh, It's something called voluntary quarantine. Um, I'm going to say this. We went into McDonald's uh, near Penn Station and 34th Street in New York City here, and we wanted to order uh, uh, a couple <clears throat> i'm so sorry folks we wanted to order a couple of um uh we wanted to order a couple of um items from the breakfast menu and what ended up happening was when we went into the mcdonald's there was a young lady that had her back to us when we wanted to order she didn't feel the need to take our order at the cash register she told us to order from the kiosk for anyone that does not know the kiosk is kind of this interactive system mm-hmm. where you punch your order in on the screen and you decide what you want now the process if you're not familiar with it the process takes a little bit longer than someone taking your order uh, Needless to say, as we were waiting for the order, and we did have to go to her to pay for the order, a person was eating behind the counter. Now, I'm going to mention the fact that she was Spanish-speaking and the person who was behind the counter is Spanish-speaking. And for a pro-immigrant activist, this is something that we have to think about. Um, She Refused to give me uh, adequate service because I wanted her to take my order. And the person who was behind the counter who was eating was eating over a food service area. Now, as someone who has a hospitality background, Mm -hmm. this is a no-no for me. And would you not agree, Mr. Park? Um, What I'm also going to say is that when I brought it to her attention, she said, he's on break. And I said, well, who's preparing the sandwich? He's not going to prepare the sandwich. So... Myself and my colleague decided to leave the establishment. Now mind you, my colleague's mixed race, I'm African American, there was a Caucasian that was bringing up the issue, even though he was a little bit intoxicated. So I don't think it was a racism issue because Mm -mm. we're sort of having different backgrounds. Why would it be? I went to, well, because some people go there. I went to a different McDonald's. This one is located on 7th Avenue across Macy's and Penn Station directly. Mm -hmm. And what we had was a woman who could not understand what I was saying taking my order, she was the manager. Now, I have a concern here because after 10 minutes, she didn't understand what I was saying. She was still attempting to take my order. When we finally got it right, the security guard and another English-speaking person had to come over. I'm going to surmise the story by letting you know that at a certain point, Uh, She finally got my order, but by the time my colleague came up, he refused to leave until she got the order right. This is a person of color, English-speaking, who is world-traveled, talking to another person of color. So my question is, do you prefer man or machine? Brian Park, I'm going to let you take this first.
4: Uh, Interesting question. For me personally, um, I
0: prefer machine.
1: You prefer machine. Mm-hmm. Your order
0: is going to be accurate. As a and person working it, in
1: hospitality anything. and as Wait. an actor, yeah, what you if machine? What if machines answer. could do well, your job in hospitality?
4: Well, that's a good question, and I've struggled with that in hospitality because uh, the thing that you know I've been in hospitality for twenty-eight years. Okay,
1: when you say hospitality, do you mean hotel. fast food? No, the hotel. Okay.
4: So, so, and and that has a, been a different dynamic because now I deal with younger people that use their telephones simply. To text and be able to do social media, not actually be able to get on the phone, have an intellectual conversation with people, and talk about uh, things that. Are informative and, and things like that. They have no social skills in that way, so it's very, very hard. So you're saying How's that, that now in t- the
1: hospitality business, what, but because huh? you're, you're How's saying that a component in the James? One second, business? please. E, that's a good question, well, but I want to ask: Are you saying that we're now moving to a place that people lack social skills and that this absolutely. is a way of
4: life? Absolutely, because yeah. people don't have conversations anymore. Everything is so superficial. In the hospitality industry, it's about building rapport and getting to know people. And when someone calls your hotel and they want to make reservations and you be able to ask uh, follow-up questions and things like that,
0: they don't know how to do. The that The kids anymore. are just doing it in a different way. The this kids. sounds like an. Oh, this sounds like an old man
1: argument. But James, really who are the does. kids? Who are the kids?
0: Anybody that's under thirty that uses their phone to communicate. Right. Co- the kids are communicating in a completely different way. What Correct. we call lack of social convention. If you boil it down, is mostly an old person who doesn't feel their ass was kissed appropriately. Wow, that's you make what it winds you make, up up make a
1: good point. Now it I does. am now myself and my colleague. How we're going you? on fifty three, um, and we consider ourselves pretty uh, pretty global in our thought process process. process. Um, But I'm going to come back here for a second, and I'm going to ask Mr. Brian Park a personal question. Mm -hmm. You said that you worked in hotels. Mm -hmm. Which corporation or what private hotel company did you work for? Are you comfortable sharing that on there?
4: Yeah. Oh Well, uh, several. Uh, Marriott International.
1: Which is is a Marriott company. Go ahead. Right. Mm -hmm.
4: Uh, uh, IHG, which does Candlewood Suites, Holiday Inns, Best Westerns, uh, Red Roof Inns, so i've been around a lot of different ones i'm not saying to james's point he is right it has changed and folks that have come from where i've come from you have to adapt to that change and understand to his point that they do communicate differently
1: okay i'm going to move over to mr brian ritz uh you describe yourself as an independent that leans left and you have uh went to school for journalism my original question was do you prefer man or machine do you feel that uh, in journalism your job could be done better by sort of a uh, sort of an automation or uh, what do we call those things where we algorithm could, mm-hmm. your job, could 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 journalism be done by an algorithm
3: I think that is conflating a lot of different things journalism can and you know it can be stories it can be investigative reports. I think that there's so much information right now that there can be fact checking that can be done with AI. There There already
0: is an artificial intelligence that's called EMILY that's been around for 13 years over 42% of the articles that you read in publications right now are generated by this artificial intelligence.
1: I appreciate what Go- you say James but I'm going to I'm going to ask Brian I'm going to ask Brian you to finish because I think we're missing something. So James makes a very good point and he talks about the fact that 42% of our media now is it, James you said it was being fact-checked?
0: No, it's not being fact-checked. It's being written by an artificial intelligence called Emily. What they do is they license out the bandwidth to use this service to generate their articles. Brian. And it makes actually fake names of fake humans. If you look at a lot of the reporters, a lot uh, of the people that don't even exist. Fake news. That's what we describe as fake news. Brian Ritz. Ritz Continue. Brian Ritz, continue.
1: You you are saying, in your opinion, when it comes to man and machine and journalism, go ahead.
3: Yeah, it's something that technology is always going to be evolving. To dismiss it is pointless it's Mm -hmm. going to get better we need what is getting better i mean it's going to be more effective it's going to be more helpful it's going to save time and obviously there's going to be a man-made element of it men or not men but like humans make the technology and there's a little bit of bias that goes into that but for journalism specifically uh it's a kind of combination of both it can't be one or the other and just saying like oh it has to be a complete human usage is just a Luddite, right. Rob I, do
1: you agree right. with this? I, I somehow think that no, we're we're saying that the automation of America is a is is it where the tsunami's coming, and either we're going to build a boat or a ship and float with the wave or we're going to get drowned out. what What do you
2: think? Here? Well, I mean, I it's you, you got on one hand, you got Luddite, like somebody said. and then on the other hand, you got you know, computer whiz and and all that. I, I remember my librarian in college said, that where if, did you go to college? I didn't even, I never mentioned that. Where did oh, you go to college? Uh, upstate, upstate New York, just a, a junior college. Maintained a 4.0 for two years. Then I was going to go to SUNY. I was going to go on like SUNY New Paltz or something like that. You're going you to go, New Paltz. You, yeah. Well, you I love New Paltz. New Paltz. I love New Paltz. Fucking best four years of my life. I mean, New Paltz is really. F- I've so been, is New, been all through New Paltz. So Huguenot Road. I mean, great. Time. Is this
1: where we build Republicans in New Paltz, I New York? I think so. Oh. First, first Not so Green Mayor
0: was voted in New Pulse. So, New Pulse is so vo- freaking liberal, it's crazy. James wow. Smith, did you vote for that Green mayor? I actually helped the gentleman, and I thought a lot of his ideas were good. I think- yeah, he th- had a lot of good this ideas. This is the difference of the Trump-era Republican. James, James I take think you're a libertarian. And, no, we, I am not. We take good ideas, good ideas and what works. We don't put labels on it. Socialism, communism, capitalist,
2: who cares? Only the political pundit care cares. I agree with that. As far as New polls goes, I will say that. Remember when they wanted to put that giant mall there? I had a girlfriend whose mother was saying, don't mall us, M-A-U-L. With, they're but never going to change that town. No, a, they're not. That's And and they shouldn't. That's the oldest road in America. Rob, right
1: that's a good point so, that you make yeah. because malls are going under. Everyone are, is yeah. shopping online. Yeah, now they are, yeah. And they're right. looking for the urban experience. But to the
2: point you were making up front, Hmm is, okay, I, was, I just mentioned that in school there was a librarian and then we went on to the site. All right, so that librarian said five years from now. The
1: human being said, because soon librarians may The librarian
2: automated. said, the woman, the human, she said five years from now, if you don't have a website and you don't have a website presence, if you're in business today, five years from now, you will not be in business. I immediately said, oh, no, I, that ain't true. And then we had the doc I mean, there's no way that that was true. And then the dot-com bubble burst, and everybody was saying, so many people were saying, including that librarian, uh, people like, the, you know, they were saying, oh, this well, that's is, it for the internet. It's, it's in the This is do- 2001? Uh, this was late 1990s. Oh, she Lord. Sounds like an old lady. And, well, in other words, my point is this. There's no way that is the end-all be-all, and neither is there any way that it's going anywhere. So when people said the dot-com bubble has burst, that's it for this thing, that everybody thought it was going to be so big. I'm like, oh, no, that's huge. But you don't have to really necessarily be connected on all levels to all of this. And it's a very big, different way of communicating today. And it's a much more superficial way. There's a lot less human thought, human emotion, humanity. There's a lot less of that human touch. Those are scary words.
0: I don't know know if I necessarily agree with that because they're interacting. I'm disagreeing with what you said. they're, They're interacting and having deeper connections, but they're facilitating it online. How are they, they having
2: deeper connections? They're very electronic okay. in there. It's well, like, they're I, like
0: robots. I, I'd like to respond to that. The thing is that if you take a look at the famous letters between Napoleon and the woman he loved, there were beautiful correspondence between each other. We're now replacing the le- art of letter writing with using text, with using email. Has so we can different. actually yeah, yeah, express yeah, ourselves real. beautifully. Now, unfortunately, uh, I a lot of people writing. take advantage of it. But this new generation is capable of creating deeper connections and have a deeper meaning. This is the reason why they're going so nuts for Bernie. This is the reason why we're having these political yeah, revolutions. The well, well, hold on,
1: hold on, hold on. James, so I, I, we're, m- m- we're making some assumptions here. <laughs> yes, we're so saying everyone is. We're saying Did Bernie that, visit you <laughs> last night? One second. We're saying that everyone is going burn. nuts for Bernie, okay, but I, I, I am an independent that leans you left. You have an
0: ointment for that, you know.
1: James, yeah. I'm, I have an indi- I'm an independent that leans left. I'm not voting for Bernie. I don't think Bernie is electable. But Brian Ritz, you just said, feel the burn. Are you voting for Bernie for your president?
3: Oh, no, I said that uh, somebody was feeling the burn, referencing to yesterday's episode. Yeah, that was which yesterday. Which had a lot of- So today- I, gonna, I assume that most of the listeners are listening to all of them. Don't
1: assume nothing. Assume nothing. Some <laughs> what are going to vote for? Good question. About? That
3: was my question. I, well, New York doesn't vote until April, and I think the That's my candidates will be winnowed down by then. Yes. yes. I will be oh, voting. Who do you like?
1: Who do you want to vote for? Exactly.
3: I I mean, it's depend. I really liked what Andrew Yang was saying. Uh, just because he was talking a lot about the artificial intelligence.
1: Andrew Yang is long and done. So you, such a
3: disappointment. So you have an was.
1: interest in the artificial intelligence?
3: I just think that a lot of the problems that we're talking about are not going to be as big of problems in a couple of years. And because we need of be, artificial intelligence. We just need to be thinking long term. And everything that we're arguing about is one siloed. Still like, not saying who you want
0: to
2: vote for.
3: Yeah, because it's I don't really like you? a lot of that. So, you, I so in other words, you want
1: to see who it's winnowed down
3: to. Yeah. And
2: okay. you like Yang, but he's not any longer in there, so you don't know who you like. I liked
3: what, a lot of what Yang was saying. Okay. Right.
1: Brian Park. Yeah, he's um, a good guy. Brian Park, you I describe like, yourself yeah. sure. as a Democrat. Mm-hmm. And I don't recall you saying who you want to vote for. Are we just waiting to see who comes through the mud fight? <laughs> who's the cleanest from the mud fight?
4: Pretty much. I mean, at the end of the day, and I mean, this is not going to be any surprise, the position of most Democrats is, is uh, who's but, left standing because – We all need to be able to, at the end of the day, uh, back that person 100 percent if we have any chance of evicting uh, the uh, orange (laughs) cheetah. (laughs) I'm not not, not understanding what you just said. What I'm saying is, is that if it ends up being Bernie, then we're all going to have to go in and push Bernie. If it's Biden, look, every candidate is flawed. As a Democrat, (laughs) I can stand back and say that if I say, are they more are they more fucked up than Trump? Absolutely not!
0: Not even on their no, worst you're day. You're going to vote for whoever gets the jello at the end of the fight. I'm, I'm, I'm,
4: I'm, I'm <laughs> going <laughs> to vote for the person that ends up at the end of the convention, mm. the nominee, and we're going to go all. So, so you, and so you don't want a broken. So there's
0: no independent thinking oh, happening on the Democratic well,
4: he, side. Well, is what I'm hearing. No, 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 no. It, it, it's not about independent thinking. It's about make sure that you push all your chips in when it's time to go in. Now,
1: what I like about the Republicans is no. No,
4: sometimes people just decide not to participate, Mr. Park. If i'm looking forward to it.
1: if i may the republicans one thing i do like or i'm sorry let's rephrase that one thing i admire about my right-leaning brethren mm-hmm. is that regardless of whether their candidate is ethical or not right they will stand behind them they fall in line and line I, in love. I i wish the re, the the democrats work for bush i wish the Democrat. one one reason why i'm an independent and Brian Ritz, I'm not sure if this is why you're an independent, but one reason I'm an independent is I get tired of them throwing eggs and stones and slurs, and then they get semi racial and then they get sexist, mm-hmm. and then we accuse the Republicans of the same thing. When I see the Democrats
2: as Republican light. Well, I mean, I would say that the Democrats are much more guilty of all these things. Wait
1: than a minute, the you just hijacked Brian's oh, yeah. response here. Definitely. I don't Brian, just get married. to. What's
2: par- Brian? Par-
4: Parker or Ritz?
1: <laughs> Mr. Park, go ahead. Uh, 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 well, no, I mean, you know what? Now you know what it's like to be a brother at verbal assault. Right, right, right. <gasps> Racial identity politics, no No, way. no, you know
4: what? I, I, I agree. As I listen to a lot of my uh, Republican brethren out there, I understand what they're saying. But the problem is, is that, when you're wearing one jersey, it's easy for you to say, well, the other side does this more than the other side. No, they don't. They both are fucked up. So, they so both you, do the same damn thing. So you agree with Rob Arnold on I'm certain
1: issues. You to come yes. Up freedom. Of I agree with James on a lot uh, of yeah, issues, no, yeah. too. They're, they're, come they're they that just
0: always going to take they just shit to a whole nother level, i Come yeah. off that Democratic plantation, buddy. I'm out here. Uh, it's free. Hold on, James. Come on. Go I'm ahead, Rob. To you. Go ahead, Rob. Join me in freedom.
2: I'll put it this way. James and I, as Republicans, are going to agree on more than we're going to disagree, but we're damn sure going to disagree on plenty as well. Then I got Democrat friends who were going to agree on plenty of things and damn sure will disagree on more Absolutely. than Absolutely. Yeah, but you know
0: what the difference is? I will never shut Rob up. I will never cut him off. And I will never you say- You just did cut me off. <laughs>
2: well, yeah. James right, Smith, you it, cut it, off everything. Except everybody. for that time. <laughs> right,
0: right. Except for that time. But
2: wait Except that one you, time. You know what I love now, here? You know bottom what I love about this program? Right. There's so, respect. There's respect. And let me just finish, please. you going to finish your point? There's a, a respect. It, this is the reason why I love men like Ralph Nader. One of the, uh, and I mentioned this to James. Ralph for-
1: Nader is not a Republican,
2: right? And one what of the- is
1: his affiliation?
2: Well, he's oh, he's Insane. far left liberal. Uh, <laughs> but here's what happened: when I dropped him off at the airport years and years ago, we took a ride with him, and I was telling James this early on when we first met. It's because it's a sentinel moment as to why I do what I do. When when I went to shake his hand at that airport, he would not shake my hand, and instead he put out his arms, and when he hugged me, he said into my ear, "Robert, never." Stop talking. Now the point at right. hand there is that, that that first <laughs> well, well that's sure. true
1: because you have a habit of uh, <laughs> Rob Arnold so one it's First, li- first <laughs> Amendment so for our audience we have one Republican that cuts everyone off and re- one Republican that doesn't let anybody interject unless he's cut off and that's why I love you both because you guys balance each other but,
2: out oh no it's a nice balance but just the the, the the complete point on that is it is about First Amendment rights and from there it's about mutual respect when exercising mm-hmm. okay
1: so check this out true
0: but also I think Who? it's a lot to do with like one personal second James sensibility
1: okay. Okay, yeah. Let's be sensible about my next question. Who has a higher intelligence level, human beings or artificial intelligence? Do come we on, not create? Not uh, come on, James, you're you're Mr. Computer Science.
0: Exponentially, artificial intelligence is going to have far more um, intellectual capacity. Mm-hmm. But the difference is that it won't have wisdom or emotional intelligence. or emotions. Yeah. It doesn't need emotions or any of that other stuff. My well, emotions to, are good. If it's to dealing have. with humans, it does. Yeah, um, exactly. If you could take a look at what most people typically call emotions, it could be broken down to basically user experience patterns, and there's a fixed array of these patterns. This is why if you ever take a test on Facebook, you really shouldn't. Ooh, no,
1: no, no. We don't like that. Now, well, you let You feed let me, this in the algorithm. Is, me, okay, so the, we're, the, the, the program's the getting truth. a little boring right now, so I want to go to my next question, and this is going to be more controversial, and that's why we're called Verbal Assault. Is it okay for the staff to lack a fluency in English?
0: No. Hell no. Not in this country. Oh, you're talking about your experience at McDonald's? I was gonna chime in because I went to the McDonald's on thirty fourth and tenth Avenue and I had the manager literally tell me when I complained to him that the lady didn't understand English and they should employ some of the English. The dude gruffly said under his under his breath, Well, maybe you should learn to speak Spanish. And when Ooh, I heard that Wow like, oh, Wow oh, That That's made way me long. Oh I Come on, 10th Avenue McDonald's on 34th Street. That's everybody getting drunk from the. No, no, going no,
1: no, no, no. Wait a minute. Now you're talking about a McDonald. You said 10th Avenue, 34th Street. My man, that restaurant has been torn down four years ago, and we're building. No, not complex. four.
0: Not four years ago. It's about two years ago. I was there when they were building Hudson Yards. Old I'm news. talking about. I'm talking about the fact that it's been there for 30 freaking years, and a manager told me to my face that I should learn Spanish to be able to spend money in this establishment.
1: I went. Nuts. So I let's would, come, I so, so let's come back so let's did. come back. Uh, Brian Park um, from North Carolina, if I uh, am traveling, if I'm traveling to North Carolina
3: mm-hmm.
1: and um, I come from China, mm-hmm. is it and, and I'm a traveler, is it a plus in hospitality to have people that speak other languages?
4: It is, and that was one of the things that we've always uh, run into. So what we and and here's the great thing, going back to what uh, James was talking about with the younger people, we have an app. For th- they're that more now. Tec- yeah. technical savvy, so now being able to use apps for that. Um, back then, in but the old days, you But you're saying automation
1: couldn't. again. You're saying talking not having to, a human phone. You, has an auto well,
4: well, I mean, you're not going to be able to employ enough people that are going to be to
0: speak a, every single
4: to language. speak every single language. Mm. But you have an app on your phone that will take what they're saying turn it into what you can understand, you can repeat it back into your phone, and well, they understand, and they appreciate the fact that nothing's now being lost it's in communication. It's a
0: wonderful convenience to have. And right. you kind of a kiosk at the bar that people that speak 15 different languages can key in on their language, what they want, and the bartender can bring it to them. It's exactly like when you, when you go to the Statue of Liberty.
4: When you go to the Statue of Liberty, you
1: walk around with the thing in your language, and it tells you all about the stuff. Brian Ritz, um, you were from suburban Dallas, Texas. Being that you are from a border state, um, and you know, and I hate. I don't want. I don't want to bring up the wall because it's such a, such a damn tired conversation.
2: Dumbass wall. Did
1: you have an issue? <laughs> How much needed more? Did you have an issue in Can your town apartments. with immigration? Did you have an issue in your town with people like not wanting to speak the uh, native? I hate to say the word native because Native Americans there. don't nest. That wasn't the first language. English wasn't their first language. Was there an issue in your town in suburban Dallas with immigration?
3: There was not, but I will say that my town was more affluent than maybe some of the other suburban towns in the area, so I think it was more of just a class-priced-out kind of issue. Oh, class. Didn't you
0: have to talk to these guys when they were cleaning your toilet or mowing your lawn? I mean, that's what I'm saying. It's like everyone complains
3: about jobs. No one wants to do these jobs. Well, How about high school kids? Uh, Teach Teach them how to
0: respect the buck. I used to make my money by mowing people's lawns. Okay, yeah. so I've I've done, so done plenty awesome. of jobs. So, again, I at so subway. there are people <laughs> who I do want to do it though.
1: So well, let's let's come back to automation. Can a machine clean your toilet? Or cut Can your Can a machine uh, give you a manicure? Can a machine cut your hair?
0: The answer is yes. Yeah. To all Not as, as well. The sex, a... are, the sex bots are the sex are coming, guys. Okay. Well, listen, now, they're, they're, the sex
1: bots? The sex yeah,
0: bots are coming. They're, they're already here.
2: Humans are going to have sex with robots. Wait, well, do you see oh, the Oh, Well, humans, have humans, you have, have you humans seen a farm animals they do it in West Virginia. I got too people <laughs> talking.
0: A, sorry, but have you seen a 1999 <laughs> <laughs> cell phone compared and to a cell phone today? That's what the first generation sex bots are going to be to the new cell phone. Today, and if you think that we can't relate to each other, and if you think that we can't get along, and you think the birth rate in Russia and Japan are on the decline, wait till those things hit the market. Some dude's gonna spend as much money my man, for a my forty thousand dollar car. James,
1: James, we're 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 already having sex with automated blow-up dolls. Yeah, yeah, well, right, that's wait, a
0: plot. You're saying it's going to the next level. I'm, I'm talking about
1: economic. <laughs> I'm, I'm talking about economic. Okay, I'm Poor talking Johnny. about economic, but I'm I'm gonna switch again here. Um,
0: you don't think there's gonna be a lot of money in Sex
1: again the question yes. returns College. you're not paying the sex bot i at least i don't think you are
0: i'm owning I, 20 of them and sending them out on the block buddy okay. <laughs> again <laughs> he's gonna be the pimp it's oh, hard out here to be a pimp okay. oh, this, let me tell you something this is be why a, we need be women. a new model i'm this, gonna be an affiliate for amazon
1: this is why we need women on the panel again the question returns yes. to higher wages so let's ask this mcdonald's versus oh, starbucks who is more
2: humane
0: Oh. That's like that's such a weird question. It, it is, a it's question, a no, answer question. Answer it. It's a good one.
2: I think that they're about. The Rob, on and I'm giving you a minute. Oh, I, was that directed at any individual person or? Mm-hmm. I, um, or I, I think I, you're saying I, that no one's going to talk about it. You just lost 10 seconds. Think, 50 seconds. Hey, hey, hey! I think that Starbucks fair has fair done a really great job at making sure that their employees are offered, um, whether it's college uh, tuition money, scholarships. Or, or other programs they put in place, I think they do a great job, and so does McDonald's.
1: Now Schultz, who uh, is the who is the creator of Starbucks, well, going to run on yeah. the Democratic ticket.
2: Yeah, I think <laughs> Howard Schultz and joke. I Howard Schultz and I had a, a hell of a moment together once. It was a, it, it was it was really great, and I I walked away from it with respect for him. Um, you respect I, a Democrat. I, uh, was it well, a lovely I just moment? said I love Ralph Nader, and he's a big-time Democrat. <laughs> Boom. Um, <laughs> you know, Congressman Dennis Kucinich did. Oh, when he came on, he was a great guest. He was a great interview. Kucinich is a fantastic guy as a liberal Democrat. The late and truly great uh, liberal Maurice Am Hinchen. I hearing the words but, of a moderate Republican? Well, you're hearing the words of a standard Republican who has more respect for people who are moderate than a lot of the people on the left do for anybody who doesn't think like they do. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so Howard Schultz, yeah, uh, Starbucks, I think he did a great job with it. I think that the, the people in charge of McDonald's are doing a great job with that chain as it relates to um, treating the workforce fairly. I think they're on even par to, to your question.
0: To expect any sort of morality from any corporation to me is like expecting gold to come dripping off of an apple tree. It's a nice <laughs> yeah, idea. I agree with that too. But it's just not going to happen. What we have to do is take responsibility, which is why we have Donald Trump and Bernie Sanders on the ascension here. It's because it's about people and it's about populism, it's about getting stuff done. Yeah. We've allowed these elites to give us and um, to get us into this mentality that we have to wait until they hand us something right. good. The idea of America is just like when we talk about the real estate we take what we want,
3: okay? We earn and we the muscle, we
0: and Well, that's one way of earning it, for sure. It's easier definitely. for some
3: people to earn it than other people. I think well, what this we're is sharing. where we need to have
0: better humans, where we can actually be kinder and gentler towards each other and be charitable. But where do you find that balance line where the people that you're giving the charity to don't take advantage, and you're giving maybe too much charity where you're actually enabling them to be weak? James, we have what, to find that and, balance. It's a lot harder. James,
1: what, I'm, I'm hmm. sorry. Would you repeat what you just said? You said... What? What are the words you just said? About what? Humanity. Humanity. We need to be more kinder, gentler.
0: We need to be kinder, more gentler, more understanding. Can I get other. that from
1: a robot or an automation? I will program an
0: algorithm to make you think that that thing is your best mommy on our best freaking day uh, for the rest of your you life. You know, when I <laughs>
1: when, when I find <laughs> out that and I'm
0: you will never bad. walk out of that Damn. door again.
1: When I find <laughs> out that I'm getting a response. Look at these guys shivering. From a bot. No, one's shivering. When I find <laughs> no. out that I'm calling customer service and I'm dealing with a bot. I immediately terminate the relationship. Mm-hmm. If I cannot have interaction, even a chat, if I can't have a chat with a human being, then I, I, I stop. And have I you seen the my,
0: new Google Assistant? The no, new Google Assistant no, is completely conversational. No, no. And at the, it, You ask me it, a question? Not Excuse like a human. No. One listen, second, Rob. Listen to me here for James, a second. James, you
1: asked me a question, though. No, I will not use Google Assistant because, first of all, I don't think that Google itself, uh, I think that Google is a monopoly.
0: You and wouldn't think, know it, though. You wouldn't know I wouldn't that, know that Google's a monopoly? No, you, like you wouldn't like the know the assistant you. on the other end. It's that level of conversational. They actually, in their demo of it, two years ago, they, live, on stage, had it call a restaurant, cold, and the person on the other end thought they were talking to somebody to make a reservation. It did, um, maybe, okay. I guess, we're, all of those little things that humans do. Okay, yeah, but so, that's just so making a
2: reservation at a restaurant. You can't expect that to be. This, this is, is two years continuum. ago. What do you
0: think a phone was like two years ago? You know the how techno- technology exponentially gets better. Moore's law. Every year, it's double. the does It won't until we become one with this artificial intelligence, which I agree with Elon Musk, is an inherent danger. It's like amazing these people rushing to AI. They need to read Harry Ellison's I Have a Mouth and I Cannot Scream. There's an inherent danger in artificial intelligence right off the bat. There's Lyndon Moulton Howell. Look her up on Google and take a look at what she discovered and she disclosed when they tried to build a robot from Boston Dynamics with artificial intelligence and what that thing did to a
1: lab of five people. Okay, we have to sort of wrap up. Mm-hmm. Uh, so my last question is: I can give each of you uh, fifteen to thirty seconds. What is the harm and an even playing field, Rob Arnold? What is the what? Harm and an even playing field.
2: The harm and an even playing field. Even playing field between whom?
1: Don't ask long questions so that you lose talk time.
2: No, I'm asking you. You have 15 seconds now. What is the harm in an even playing field? For everybody, I guess. I guess you're saying for just generically speaking. Everybody, yes. I I, I don't think there's any harm in an even playing field at all, except to say that people need to earn their way forward from the even playing field. There has to be an even playing field for everybody to have an equal shot.
1: Right on. So you agree that there needs to be an even playing field. Brian Park, our Democrat, Mm -hmm. what's the harm in an even playing field?
2: Uh
4: there's no harm other than it would scare the people that were already set up for success.
1: So is there a harm in having a robot do a job that a human being was doing?
4: It, scare, it scares people. It's, the unknown. Does it scare you? No.
1: Brian yeah. Ritz, Can't. you uh, are someone who has worked in journalism. If a robot started doing your job and you were unemployed, what would that feel like? 15 seconds.
3: All uh, right. Why did he get 30 seconds? I only get 15. They've been talking over everyone the whole time. Right
1: on. Go ahead. I'm going to give you a third.
3: Well, second. I'll say that the bigger problem, and I'm, I'm just dodging the question entirely, is that McDonald's has all this kiosk equipment, and the DMV is 30 years behind. Uh, wow. You have a point. Uh, that huh? is a great you, whoa,
0: point. Whoa, That is whoa, a great point. point. Whoa. i an I'm, argument I'm, for I'm, privatizing DMV, actually.
1: I am, ah. I am so You just shut me the fuck up. For C- real, because you're right. There's
3: not I, spot on. I, I, it's like all the the government is. I got nothing. I, I, I don't know <laughs> not if it's. I don't know if the answer is privatization, like you said, but the government has all this old infrastructure, and the private sector has just. Imagine completely. if a no, private company
0: it. ran the subway with how many? Like what? Four million people plunking down three dollars a day on the subway. If a private company owned that, you would be able to eat off the platform. That's right. He's right. Wow. I think so. You
1: know something? Right. Um, Rob Arnold, Brian Park, Brian Ritz, day. and James Smith. I'm going to thank all of you for being mm-hmm. on today's episode I of Verbal nothing. Assault Live Stream. Papa, you get plenty because you snatch I was it. so naughty. Well, you're Republican. You snatch time from everybody. We and take what, they, what, take we what we want. they want. They take God, what they want. Emperor
0: Trump. <laughs> <laughs> War,
1: orange skin and all. I want to thank you all for tuning yeah, I in I need to need a shower. Verbal Yikes. Assault We're Live coming. Stream. Yeah, I does. am your host, Marquis Devereaux. We appreciate oh, you tuning Bernie didn't let you in. shower at his place. Whether you are on Spotify, Instagram, Google Play, Stitcher, Radio Public, Twitch, or Patreon, remember that we are listener supported. Hopefully you guys are following us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Vimeo, or YouTube. Remember, we're also on Snapchat and TikTok. I would like you to tune into Wednesday's program where we will discuss coronavirus. Is it a legitimate pandemic or is it German warfare? We are tuning out. Bye-bye. Thank you. Thank you.